Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have two of my favorite people that I'm actually big fans of. I have Julio Gallerati's here. Hello. And I have James Manzello. Hello, that is me. Hello. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> yeah, Thanks thank for having you. Us. This is great. Well, so first of all, let me. I'll, I like that I get to describe what you guys are both to me. First of all, both are hilarious comedians. Julio does stand up. Have you ever done stand up? Yeah. Yeah. So it's never really stand up. It's always like I think I should go and do more live stuff and then I do it and I can't quite just stand on stage and tell jokes. So I like bring my guitar and do characters and it's always becomes like performance art that no one wants to really see. But that's so sort of. That's pretty awesome. That's though. not true, but they do want to see it. Yeah, I was gonna say I bet they, they do, do want to like see it. it. You just start getting in your head. Well, it's just weird to be like the only <laughs> to be that guy, th- that guy on the stand up show, right. you know? Yeah. Which I always am. Well, I have been more. So I, I've done stand up shows, but it's never really like straight stand up. Maybe at one of the the break freeze in the future, if you want to do any musical performance, even you and Matt together, if you yeah. want to do a live. Handsome dancer, coincidence thing. I'm o- we could make that, that happen. Awesome. Always down to do that. By the way, so the next break free, everyone, is June 29th at Skamansky in Bru- Brooklyn. And Julio is going to be rapping there as, what would you call it? I know it's a little young big, but what would you, like an alter ego or how, what would you call him? Uh, I don't know. Persona? A rap persona? He's just, yeah, he's a rapper. He's a rapper, mm-hmm. but he's you. Kind of. But he's not you. No, We've talked about this a little bit last week because yeah. I find it really fascinating and I'm sure it's different for each rapper or performer who has a persona that they rap or perform as. But I think it's interesting how some people can touch that thing within themselves by giving it a different name right. because it's actually just a part of you like little little young big is from you like it's you know what I mean like whether whatever your spiritual beliefs are which is yeah it's channeled through me but I think we're all being channeled in a in a way yeah. so I just find it interesting like what made you feel like you wanted to rap as someone other than Julio mm. well uh, I don't think that I don't really feel like it's me like for the most part you know what I mean like I feel like it's this I, I had this idea I was like I was just gonna make like a rap character and they've been doing that. People have been doing that forever. And I just thought that it would make more sense to do one where it was like you give it a little more life instead of having it be like spoof driven where it's like each song's a little different and like the characters change, the songs change type of thing. You just kind of make a character who sort of has, has like a pretty thorough background and sort of allow that to be the framework for whatever else happens from there. You know what I mean? And as far as like me being involved like sometimes if i'm trying to i was thinking i was telling you this the other day like when i'm trying to get like specific and stuff it makes it easier to kind of say like like use references from things that i already understand but like i still for the most part don't feel like it's me feeling the need to like necessarily say shit all the time like maybe sometimes but for the most part yeah it wasn't like i'm dying to express myself as a rapper but I like can't do it as myself, which is all, which the latter part of that's true because I would just think that like, what the fuck would I rap about? I would just like judge myself too hard. Really? It would well, just be ridiculous. Think- it would be ridiculous. This is so I, uh, Julia and I have known each other for a long time and I feel like he can probably talk about my work better than I can. And I feel like I, I can talk about his mm. work better cause I can just I like be that. more objective. 
So I love LYB. It's one of my favorite projects, characters, whatever you want to call it, like ever. And um, the coolest, I, I think Julio as a comedian and as an artist is too self-aware. Like he'd be like, this is fucking ridiculous. If he was saying those same words, he'd be like, this is like, and I think you have stepped outside of it, watched your own video and be like, how fucking ridiculous right, right, right. is what that character is doing. But what's so cool about it is that the character is so uh, like fleshed out and he's so deeply in that character when he plays that character that he, when he's watching his own work, he can be really objective because it's so different. It's such good character work, which is like my shit. I love character stuff. And LYB is like amazing. It's really transformative. He becomes a different dude. And and what I love about it too is that it's doesn't play as comedy. Like it's not right. you being like, isn't this this funny character we're all gonna laugh at? Look at Julio doing this funny voice or right, funny right. physicality. It's more like he becomes this character and then does shows as that character would. So if you go to an LYB show, it doesn't play as comedy. It's not a comedy show. It's like a yeah. super hype rap show. Right. Right. What's the name of the one video that you? directed uh, in case so people can check it out right it's called yeah. if you want it you could get it and i mean i've watched it several times because yeah. as as we know as you guys know i've started rapping recently right. which right. we could get into the reason why i started because it's different for each person yeah why oh. they get into it but oh. i did want to watch for his flow because a lot of people were raving about you I and your flow yeah. so i was like okay i had already seen it but i was like let me look at it from a different lens and really take it in and appreciate it even yeah. more and I mean, I appreciate so many levels of that video. I've always been a fan of your work. Like when Coincidence came out, Shane and I were literally doing the dance yeah, ourselves. Great. Like great. it's insane. And Shane was like, why weren't you a part of this? Like he was blaming <laughs> me. You know what I mean? He's like, you need, yeah, you could have been in that. That's yeah, funny. Like I blew every shot ever because I wasn't somehow in that video and you're in the video. Yeah. But, um, so I love the, the visuals. I love the artistic thing. And I love, I love everything about that video and, and what you do in it. What was that? Like, what was driving? Like, what's that about? All right. So that, mm -hmm. I was doing this other thing, this, like, art video thing that I did. And James, I, I, James was in it. I asked James to be a part of it. So I was shooting it um, in Midtown. And one of the people who was supposed to do that part of the video, because there was a video already for that song, too, for, like, the visual thing. And the guy who I initially tried to use kind of was super unprepared. So I was like, hey, James, like James is like really like sharp. Yeah. So I was like, dude, would you mind like doing this? Because I have a feeling that I'm not going to be able to use this other dude's thing. So James was like, sure. So he had never really heard the song and he did it. And really? I think he liked it. And <laughs> yeah. like a couple of days later, he's I like, dude, it. he's like, would you be down to let me like do shoot a video for that? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That'd be amazing. So that's, that's basically awesome. So the concept that everything was just all James. I kind of just like let James do it. I was like, yeah, like do whatever. And like he came up with the whole vision and everything. Um, and I think it came out pretty fucking good. Thanks. Man. No, it's amazing. Yeah. And there is still humor in that, though. You know, I know it's not humor based, mm -hmm. but like even the thing where right. you like drop your robe and it's just you with like right. your butt. Right. That's funny. Right. Like there are some movies where you see a scene like that and it doesn't play as comedy. Right. That the whole thing still had like an undertone of this is funny with all this rage and right. stuff coming out. So right. I always wonder what people who don't know. Julio, like people who know LYB first before they know Julio would think about that or any project like that. You know what I mean? Like I'd be scared. I'd be so, intimidated so, by you. So two things. I think the first yeah. thing is that I think that's kind of the point of the character is that the genre of music itself is funny in a lot of ways. So you don't really have to do anything for it to be funny. You're like, saying rap in general? Yeah, especially kind of like the modern... And then in general and like modern hip hop, there's a lot of like funny shit about it. Right. So I think that sort of plays to that. And obviously it's like, it's still pushing it maybe a little more, but not necessarily more than other people who already exist. Um, and so the second thing I will say about that is I did this video with complex. We did this like prank where we pranked these up and coming rappers and like there's other rappers in this, uh, Papoose was one of the guys who's mm -hmm. in it. Um, and it has a ton of views and some of the, LYB, what was this for? Where can people find that if they want? To um, see if you look up Pap, uh, complex Papoose prank. Okay. So the thing that I loved about this was, so I like helped produce it and I like cast or I like found the rappers and stuff. Um, the best part about this was that LYB is not a central driving piece of it at all. So he's just kind of in the video as LYB. Mm. And it's really funny if you look at the comments <laughs> to see what people are saying. What people I'm going to look at it they after just this. Like, 
and because I mean, internet people are hilarious. They're yes, just they they're are. such haters, and they say the funny shit. So they just like trash LYB. They're like, "Yo, LYB, fuck out of here, man!" <laughs> shit like that. They're just it's and it's really great. So that for me was like one of the fun, my favorite and, moments. Of and the because character. they're trashing yeah. him, not you, it actually probably makes it easier to handle that. Right, right, right. I mean, like I when really, I release I don't, I don't really care my first sure. song. I, well, I have to develop also thicker right. skin right. because I've already had a lot of, not a ton of people, but I've had a bunch of people react poorly to the fact that I started rapping right, right. Uh-huh. and yeah. it hurt like probably yeah. too much yeah. to the point where I've had to like have serious talks with myself of like, yo, yeah. you, you have to do what you want to do. Like right. if you don't do it because of what people are saying, you're literally 12 again, trying to be cool. Right. right. And this, you know, I'm 36. I'm like, at this point, I'm going to just do what I want to do totally. and I'm teaching yeah. my son to do the same 100%. but but it hurts like I've definitely yeah. Yeah, been yeah. wounded so it's a hard thing to I, I definitely understand like how people must react to that and I'm sure it's a difficult thing to deal with but yeah I guess you just gotta fucking go for it well especially I think being first of all white second of all girl right and also because it was never right. even a thing until recently so people are like is this a gimmick like where where the f- fuck is this coming from right and people have been listening to my podcast they get it because i've been on a whole crazy spiritual journey since i quote unquote woke up Mm -hmm. and i've been doing such crazy healing work that the things that come up like i wasn't even quote unquote spiritual five or six years ago i mean i remember you then yeah so like things just keep and i don't even know in a year what else i'm going to be doing because the work of my school that i'm in it's about healing wounds that that kind of kept you from your truest self so as i reconnect to places within myself things start to arise that I liked doing when I was four and then stopped doing because someone called me a name or my mom said, you'll never be good enough. So the rapping, I've been writing poetry without telling anyone about it since I was like 10 Mm -hmm. and I have my own secret Tumblr account because it's such vulnerable and some of it's really dark. Someone one time found it like a friend and they called me like for real, like, are you okay? And I was like, oh no, I'm fine. Like I just write some really dark shit where it sounds like I'm about to kill myself, but like it's just gotten me through, you know? Mm. So I've been writing poetry and then when I realized it just clicked, I was like, oh, rapping is poetry put to a beat it's it's rhythmic yeah i don't know and it's helped me in the last four or five months get out a lot of rage and there's i've written a lot of spiritual raps that have nothing to do with anger but the ones that are angry it's been the best outlet to get out my aggression but it's intense like i've been doing on stage and people are like oh wow like you're angry and i'm like yes (laughs) i've been trying to say that wait so have you been you've been rapping as part of my set because it's the only set because for me, that's where I get stage time. Right. Um, and I've only been doing the ones that are funny. Like it's called, my one's called Labia Game and the other one's called <laughs> Pussy Tea. Oh yeah, so that works. So it's great and it, you know, it's just fun. And some people are like, oh, to do that on stage just during stand-up, like that you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, right. no, it's, it's, I get right. 15 minutes to do what I fucking want. That's, this has been my journey with live comedy personally, because <laughs> right. again, I don't do traditional stand up and I am more music based and like character based and just bit based, I guess, rather than like standing up and telling jokes. And so you get on stage and I think you have to just say, fuck what people's expectations are. And like it, the, your stage time is your time to do whatever you want to do. Say what you want to say, be funny, however you want to be funny. And I think the more you, embrace that and the less you sort of like the, the more you just tune out the noise especially yeah. with internet people you call them right. internet people which is such a great thing because they're not regular people <laughs> right. they're internet people specifically these <laughs> horrible fucking trolls yeah. like the more you just block them out and expectations of what you're supposed to do on stage i think the more free and successful you'll be in finding like you know y- your voice which seems like something you're interested in like yeah right yeah it's eat more easily said than done, for sure. Definitely. But I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, because I, I feel sorry. I feel like there's, it's like it, it, there's a community, and you know, you're always at shows, and you're always at this and that. So like, the thing that, and, and I feel like it's impossible that this isn't in the back of every stand-up comedian's head. But like, you always want to be like, I don't want to be that guy that the good people are like make fun of and brush aside. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, not only does it hurt, but also it can actually physically like hurt your career when right. people like don't respect you. And like, it's funny too, the way it works. Like, you know, people really um, value like good writing, which they should, which is great. And that's fantastic. But 
occasionally you'll hear people like making like making fun of somebody who did that and like you didn't even like you saw them be nice to that person you're like what are they going to say to me about me when i walk away like oh like oh i'm not going to try that joke he's standing there you know what yeah. i mean so like you have to really try hard to not do that because then if you go up and you do that thing you were going to do and it just completely doesn't work then you feel even worse right you're like god it wasn't funny and everyone's judging me fuck i hate stand-up you right. know what i mean like this is all these are like natural i think reactions that a lot of people have yeah and it's like how do you deal with that well it, and it goes so much bigger right than stand-up comedy because i'm seeing it start to happen first of all we've been through middle school and high school so yeah. i'm going to relate it to that and then seeing my son grow up and start to enter that middle school phase but it's something where you always want to fit in and that's not right. something to be ashamed of like we don't want to be the weird kid that everyone's making fun of, right? Right. But there has to be this balance because I know, you know, I was the popular girl in high school who cared about it so much that I totally squashed tons of parts of myself. Right. And now, once again, with healing work, it's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to be who I am, yeah. even if I'm seen as weird. Right. And I've had, way before the rapping, I've had people be like, why are you calling yourself a dragon? Like, what, you know, like, like people really thought I thought I was a dragon and I'm like no I don't think I'm a dragon you fuck it you know what I mean <laughs> like, Wait, you, don't, you don't actually think you, I'm just joking <laughs> no but I love, I love that the about idea you. of people thinking that, that I'm that I think I'm an actual dragon right. but it's like do you not have any like think about Tim Burton do you know what I mean like do you not yeah. think in that way like can we not have vision and whatever yeah. I get totally. pretty fired up about it but I used to be an art teacher yeah. so I've been t I taught for eight years children to think outside the box and to get weird we are meant to be weird and whenever you watch a disney movie it's always the same theme it's like never grow up stay your weird self and we watch the movies and then we walk out and we're like ha ha loser and, right. and forgetting what the totally. actual moral of the story is and it drives me nuts so yeah. it's the same thing as we're talking about comedy but so many people they're aching to be their truest selves and yet they also don't want to ostracize people and it's a really yeah. hard balance. balance and i've just gotten to a point recently where it hurts and because there's a part of me that's embarrassed that other people still get to me like I start right. getting upset and I'm like what are you what are you 10 and then I'm like no 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 don't beat yourself up right. you're a sensitive person you're allowed to take it to heart but you're not going to stop doing it you're going to post your fucking poem on Instagram today <laughs> you're going to go and rap when you're you know on stage and the funny thing is like because I released my Apollo video and I rapped the Apollo which I thought yeah, was the coolest Amazing. thing ever and That's, it was great it like went over well but I'd say I had about five almost all girl comics right like you inspired me with that whole set and then I've had other people be like oh I can't believe you you did that right. and so I had it it's polarizing and I just yeah. was like okay what do you you know because at first second I was only paying attention to the negative comments yeah and I, I remember I texted someone and I was like, everyone's saying bad things. And they were like, who? And I was like, wait, only two people are saying bad things. Right. And like right. more than five are saying good. I'm focusing on the negative. Bad stuff, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's an interesting balance. And I think, I don't know. I've always seen you in terms of stand-up as so much more than just a stand-up comic. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in a good way because your stand-up's right. on fucking point. But Thank I've just you. seen the artist right. in you from the start and the weirdness. And I just think you got to just say, fuck it. Like, who? Are, <laughs> I don't want to name names, but like, who are you fucking going to do your stand up for? Like, I know, I know. You, like, no, I, I know. really want to name names, right. but I'd be such a bitch to do that. Right. But like, you know, it's like, and they're, and that's, and I don't want to be a bitch cause they're doing their own thing. Right. But, yeah. and of course with you, like I said, I've always been a fan. You have to check out James's new video. What is it? Mommy loves chocolate. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah, loves chocolate. Great. So, you know, I've I told so many people about that. I, it, it's so it killed me. Thank you. You know, my best work in my opinion has been because, uh, Julio and Matt Pavich, who obviously is one of my best friends too, um, do the, the show, please subscribe at Caroline's and it's, you go up and you do stand up. And then you have to make a 90 second or less video about that month's topic or that whatever that that show's yeah. topic. And so they've had three. And the first one was flirting. The second one was drugs. And the third one was chocolate. And so I've created these three <laughs> oh videos God, no for idea. that. Yeah. And they're my favorite things that I've done. Like, I'm like, man, this is really, so good. I don't know if it's just the pressure or like the structure, you know? 
because that can be really overwhelming. Like, yeah, it's nice ha- to have a specific so nice. lens of what you can do, right? Yeah, because it kind of brings it. It takes it like cuts out ninety percent of the shit you think you maybe want to do. Exactly, and yeah, if you just if it's too broad, then yeah, those you just, are great, man. It's hard to even get around to making something because you're like, I can make something about anything. What the fuck am I gonna do? And so this show has been great because they're like, make it about chocolate. So then I'm just super focused. And I what a funny thing to choose too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was Pouch's idea. That last one. Yeah, chocolate. It's really, it's definitely funniest, I believe, when it's something really randomly specific like that. And it yeah. just, yeah, it birthed one of the funniest wow, videos. Of those <laughs> is incredible. With the fucking facial hair and Thank the you. wig, and it really does touch home to so many like married moms That's who kind of talk oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. My Dude, mother's when you're like on a, the phone with the towel on your head. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> that towel is such a specific visual for my childhood. My mother in that. T- I feel like she had that towel on her head. She was always taking. She was always at just out of the shower. Yeah, I think to fully appreciate James's videos, you should really pay attention because there's always little stuff that he did on purpose in there that's real good. I like stuff like that. What do you mean? Oh, like the, the like just the, like little shit, out? little yeah. specific, like like even in the Alan video. Yeah. Like this video, this other video James made, uh, which is called Alan, about this like acting coach who uh, specializes in panhandlers monologues. Right. <laughs> um, like he believes it's like more pure. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm like not giving a proper description, no, but there's a mo- like little moments in that even where he's like does this promo video, and he just says. He's like, take care. And he just says, take care again, five seconds later. And I'm like, I know James <laughs> thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And it is. It's like really funny. But oh, man. There's a lot of good moments like that in those videos, man. Thank you. I really enjoy the bond you two have. And I know Pavich is in there. And I'm yeah. sure there are some others maybe I'm missing. But it yeah. seems like it's you two and Pavich right. seem to have... And I believe in soul family and soul connections. It's yeah. that thing where you meet someone and you just completely vibe out and you just get each other. Yeah. Dude, our, we, our story's great. I know. We have yeah. had the most hilarious parallels in our careers. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we so we met doing a, a hidden camera show for MTV. That's how we met. That was what? Two, that 2012, was, right? 2012. What show? Yeah. Might have to- been 2011. Totally clueless. Okay. We made it to air. We were in the pilot. 20 episodes. Made it to air. We, yeah, we filmed an entire summer. It was like the biggest gig I had gotten for sh- like by far too, yeah. up until that point. And, um, and we did. And we, it was just the two of us and then three women. So it was the five of us. And we were like the pranksters. Well, four women technically. Four women, right. Yeah, yeah, So the two of us and four women, right. And um, But it was, so it was just us together. Just We were the two dudes on the show. And we spent an entire summer just like doing weird character work. And it was actually really <laughs> was creatively so very free. For it was a, great. For a hidden camera show that's on network television, like it was pretty... Um, Character driven, character driven, and free and weird and like experimental. That's perfect it was for you awesome. too. Yeah, and so I got to see him <laughs> so do. Fun. Look in your eyes. <laughs> this guy would just kill pure me. Pure intense joy. I was the guy who laughs in the middle of the bit all the time. Really? He would just be killing me. I'd be like, Yeah. And when you and when you break for real people, because hidden cam, like, and you know, hidden camera gets a bad rap too. Everybody's like, it's ha- it's mm. a hacky, weird genre yeah. of TV. But when you get it and you get to do it, it's so fun. It's so fun. Because you're fucking with real people. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like, it's there's freedom. There, yeah. And you have to have, like, you without the freedom, there's nothing. So, like, you literally just have to, like, go in there and just fucking go for it. You yeah. Know? I couldn't do it. The, it's Elite great. Daily tried to hire me. They had to throw out the video. <laughs> they That's hired hilarious. me to go on the subway. It was during that whole, like, man, what is it called? Man's. What, where you spread your legs what do they call oh, yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. man spreading, man spreading yeah. Yeah. so they wanted me to woman spread uh, and funny. do other things and get people's reactions right. i right. could not like you know i was mortified i like every time i was like i'm sorry it's not really me like, yeah. like oh, yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it they had me oh my god they had me like pull out like a can of a uh, uh pears like the one with the juice oh, yeah, yeah. like open it and like suck it with my finger you yeah. know what i mean oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. everyone's looking at me like Gross is this out. yeah and i I literally had a bad migraine after because the intensity and the upset emotions right. that were coming up, yeah. I felt horrific. And I have so much respect for people who can pull off that stuff, but it is not for me. You know, so many people, when I got the gig, they were like, oh, don't you feel bad? And I'm like, about what? And I don't know what that says about me, but I was not like, <laughs> I'm like, this is not morally questionable at all. We're just, cause we tell them at the end and, but you really do put people like if it's hard to imagine being the person in that situation, seeing Julio in like a duck costume or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And actually emotionally taking that on as though it's real life. Right. It's very hard to imagine. It's awesome. And I guess because we're on the more fun side of it where we just know that it's fake so we can really stretch. Yeah. It's not like, it's just super fun for us. But I bet as a real person, you're like, 
you know, we've made we made people cry. It was like very it, it intense. Was, yeah, it would get intense. I, th- that was the worst for me was having to <laughs> be the person who was being a piece of shit human being. Right. And then while you're living that, it sucks because like, right. That sucks in real life be- being that person. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, all those we're making people uncomfortable. Blah, blah, that would always suck. But then it would always feel nice at the end when you're like, oh, we're fucking with you. Yeah. And and there are two types of people: the people who at the end were like, oh my god, I'm so relieved, and would like hug us, and we would become best friends because we just went through this crazy experience <laughs> together that they thought was real. And then the other people who would get super pissed off. People get butt hurt. Like yeah. really? Would, yeah. Like crazy. Two dudes. Like one guy was trying to prank his friend. Because that's the way the show worked. You set it's up the your pilot. Friend. Are you talking it about was that? the pilot? Yeah. And oh, we were friends, bro. <laughs> no. We were- yeah, real dude. And because the setup was one of the uh, actresses was on a blind date right. with the dude who was being pranked. So I think he really like. Yeah. Oh, who knows? So what sad. Sad. He would get the most upset on the blind date ones. Oh yeah, because I think they would. Rightfully be like, so. Maybe this is a girl that I'm actually gonna get oh, to like on a lot that. of levels. They feel stupid. They yeah. like actually maybe thought she was cute. Right. They're like, oh, this is a really cute girl for me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and it's really it's vulnerable. Like if yeah. you think that you're not being filmed, right. and you know, here he is actually like because I think we're all much we're so much more romantic and vulnerable than we pretend to be. Right. So he could have actually been like like seeing hearts and totally. butterflies, right. and, and then, then suddenly like oh, psych, this girl doesn't really like you. Right. Here's a camera right. crew. Yeah. Like I would be upset. I I mean, it depends on what my friend did, but I think all my friends would know I'm way too sensitive. Yeah. For something like that. Yeah. I'd probably be one of the most fun people to prank and the worst because I'd be right. so... I mean, we, we I had Benny on recently, but he had started a rumor that I sell the best Coke. This was the funniest <laughs> thing I heard about that, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know the full story. And I mean, now I can totally laugh at it like two years <laughs> yeah. later. But this I was like, like really ago. upset. Yeah, he's like, yeah. wolf has the best Coke, dude. Just for no reason? <laughs> it was the funniest, <laughs> most ridiculous thing. Benny is an idiot. <laughs> I posted last night was Shane's chorus concert, and I did like a quick live Facebook stream. And the reason why I even did it was because my camera's running out of storage, so I couldn't actually record it. So right. if I faced... <laughs> and Shane asked me, he's like, can you Facebook live? I'm like, you're way too into technology. That's funny. Yeah. But sure. So I did like a song so he could see it later, and, I, and he mm-hmm. knew that I like had it. Yeah. And Benny wrote under it. He just wrote gay. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> Benny. I just wrote no, yeah. Benny. Like... He's no, so, just not not under that. Yeah. That's that's. I feel like that's Ben. You know, he's just. But Randy, Randy Syfax once said, "Benny just comes in and melts ice." <laughs> he's like, "Don't try to be cool in front of Benny, dude. He'll just make you." Melt ice. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know Benny too well, but I really do adore the man. He's great. And he's it. got a good heart. Yeah. He's just got these like puppy eyes, kid. but he can cause the most trouble ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he got he got away with a ton of shit when he was younger. I can see that. Yeah, I love that guy. I love all his uh, all the fat baby promos too that you oh, guys yeah. do. They're like the video stuff is so great. Who does uh? So so by the way, Julio with do you want who who's who are all the fat baby? Who's the fat baby crew? I know it's Josh, Wesson, Josh, Wesson, Benny, and then like Ricky Velez, Molly Austin. Um, that's and then D, like Luigi, and then people kind of like Danny Palmer. Um, that's kind of like the core. So you guys have a show. So Fat Baby has been a show. It's been for years now. Yeah, it's been we going used to on. Do it at Fat Baby. We don't. We don't anymore. And now we do it at the Stand every other week. And Benny started doing some show in Atlantic City that's on Sundays. Got it. Mm. Yeah. So they have a whole yet, Fat stuff. Baby crew. The Fat Baby crew is so interesting because I feel like I know you guys individually. I haven't really hung out with you guys as a group much. It seems like you guys you guys get way too wild. Like I wouldn't be able to the wild comedy crew. keep right. up with it. Yeah. No. It feels like there's yeah. a lot of I don't know what happens, <laughs> but possibly drugs that I have never done. <laughs> Um, maybe I, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like I'm seeing is that just it. a brand thing. Maybe it's just a brand thing. Um, I People think just Benny's look never like they're drugs in his life. Benny the brand. No, there's there's just, some truth oh. to it. <laughs> I, I believed I'm you. I was like, like is whoa. It, yeah. That Wednesday show used to kind of foster that sort of environment. I will say that. Um, right. I don't think that necessarily. I don't consider myself a heavy drug user at all. Like I don't even really like drugs. Um, yeah, I didn't actually. Get, I felt like maybe you had in your past, like maybe there were crazier years. I've but never really ever had a problem with anything. I mean, I've like yeah. experimented a little bit with this and that occasionally, you know, whatever. Like cocaine. I feel like I just became your dare teacher. That's like funny. Cocaine. Yeah, this is an That's intervention. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, gotcha. 
That I mean, on that Wednesday show, I would say that that was definitely a drug that was floating around. You know, I've never done cocaine in my entire life because I think I would melt the fuck down. That's funny. I mean, even just do it. I smoke weed. Yeah. But uh, if I do too much, I'm I'm like gone in a sense of um, like ayahuasca. Like I'm like, we're all connected. Like yeah. it gets real weird real quick. Yeah. And most people think that's going to be fun for them. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, this is too right, much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you remember? Do you remember who you truly are? And people are like, right. I'm just trying to party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, uh, you know, it's funny, too, about Julio and I. I hadn't I didn't drink or do any drugs or anything until I was that summer of totally clueless really? and i don't even know if you you probably didn't know i didn't that. know that yeah yeah i was super and when we met i was also super fit which uh james was in, is, you're still in good shape james uh, was like a, a, not like, like i was, I was he was like an iron man yeah really it wasn't, it wasn't a good way to live overall like physically what were you doing shape, to keep that up i was just not i was just eating like nuts and berries and i feel like you and i met at like a vegan thing right that's so that, funny I, was, I always forget that that's how we met was yeah. through vegan stuff yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And so I was like a super healthy vegan because you could do veganism really Yeah, James poorly. told me that early yeah. on. He was like, dude, I know all the good vegan spots. He's like, and the healthy ones too. <laughs> it's true. He's like, all that soy shit. He's like, you know. No good, yeah. You know, all those, soy, all those sweets. No good, He's like, yeah. you can fool yourself into thinking you're being healthy when you're not really. I was like, oh, okay. It's true, man. I was like a nutritionist I was in a horrible summer. shape that summer. That show maybe got me like physically in terrible condition. I know. By the end of the show, if you watch like the episodes, the last episodes we shot, I have no voice. I gained like 20 pounds yeah well it was cr- every day was like a lot of work. long days really long days um <laughs> and just like garbage food all around yeah and yeah i was just but yeah so like are you I, still vegan i am not vegan anymore get out what are you i'm vegetarian okay me too but I, I tried i i'd say veganish which i know is a funny term because yeah. i'm vegetarian but i still attempt right veganism when possible like mm-hmm. if i have I, I try to have uh if, if there are a decent amount of options, I will try to do the vegan. Yeah. I still am behind the cause and I think about it still all the time. Like I'll be driving Shane to school and I'm like sending my heart to all the animals in slaughterhouses. Right. <laughs> like yeah. for real, it bothers me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, ooh, well, here's the thing that I don't think I've said on air, uh, which is not going to be a big deal, but it, <laughs> you'll know it's like for people who eat meat or whatever, this is like, okay. Right. But I hadn't eaten any kind of fish or meat since I guess it was like over 12 years wow. and then the summer I had some fish yeah and uh it like it was a big deal and I felt really bad about it I still feel very conflicted I don't do it often but right. Shane was very Shane was very upset with me wow. yeah because he's vegetarian he's never had meat wow. and his dad is a pretty strict vegetarian but my body was just craving it like in a way that was like huh. beyond me and it hadn't craved it in so long wow. and suddenly something was coming just up randomly just hit yeah you it was like I, like it was like to the point where if i didn't i was going to be thinking about it all the time yeah. and um i do believe and i think alexandra there's a she used to be vegan and then she stopped alexandra jameson she was actually um what was that supersize me she was the hmm. girlfriend and supersize me that, she was like the vegan chef she was a big time vegan spokesperson and then stopped being vegan and got a huge backlash from the vegan community. Vegans mm-hmm. are very like, oh, really? Fuck you now. Yeah. Um, but she wrote a book basically about following your cravings and listening to your body. And I uh, listen, I hate the way animals are treated. I hate the way they're slaughtered. However, I think that your body also when it's craving something, it's it's you have to listen to it. Yeah. And my body was just like you need I, I don't know why whether it's the protein or whatever it was craving and right. it, it pretty much is gone now but every now and then almost every time i'm in my spiritual school it comes up huh. which i think i'm doing such deep work on a cellular level my body's like you need something more yeah that's interesting because it's always then right so that's interesting it's it's cool because you can't see the work of my school, but like it's cool to see it in that way. I'm like, okay, I guess it is really doing something because I feel emotionally exhausted. But the fact that I also am craving at this time, yeah. every time, it's huh. wild. Right. Yeah, I've totally like there's no cravings for any meat or anything anymore. And I was I started being vegan really. I mean, the, obviously it's it's ethically great, I guess you know, but also. Um, when I was in this crazy shape, when I met Julio that, that summer, it was just like, it, it is, you just feel healthier. You, it's easy to like, nothing can make you fat really. If you're just eating nuts and berries and legumes and 
plants and stuff, you know, it, you can be super healthy that way. So I, that's what I was like, that's what I was coming from. Not drinking, not doing any drugs, only eating nuts and berries. And then I don't know if it was Julio's influence or what it was, but it was <laughs> <laughs> not actually, but I, but that summer I just, I started drinking and then it's all been, uh, <laughs> maybe it loosened you up in a good way right like it sounds like you oh, were a little sure. bit yeah, tight. I, know. I, I needed yeah. to for sure yeah that's i don't think that that's a totally sustainable way to live you look great and you're you know whatever but like i don't know you gotta find the balance for life. the record I, I was not the person who influenced you no, he wasn't i know we're making <laughs> you're just Julio portraying sounds. me as this like party animal <laughs> Which is really not the case. It's not I mean, the case I can, at I all. Like, I, I can be fun, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Julia, like you're so cute. I can be fun. I, you know, I, I can do I, it. I'm a guy who likes to yeah. party. Like, yeah, I'll party yeah. a little bit. But like. You don't get crazy in a way that some people would think. really. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I never get like super. I had no idea. I didn't assume you were a partier for mm-hmm. real. I assumed that. Of course. Well, people do. People do. And it's like, honestly, it's a sore subject for Is me. It? I was going to say, I, I uh, feel like... You, it bothers me a little bit. See, look, I, yeah. I'm like, let's go deeper. Like, It bothers me when people assume that because of the reputation of that show... It's one of the reasons why that show started to annoy me because mm. it bothered me that people just assumed that I was this like party person because there was this kind of like... Because it's just not who I am. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the show represent like that that show didn't like represent me as a person really at all. I mean, it did in the sense that it was like fun and we would do cool funny shit and it was it was a great time and I loved the show and I loved it. But like I always felt like that bothered me when I would talk to people and I would get this vibe that like I don't know. Like that they were yeah. there was just an assumption that I was this like yeah. party person, you know what I mean? Well, I think Fat Baby got that reputation for sure as being like the comedy show where it's just full-blown debauchery. But I guess because I knew Julio beforehand too, before Fat Baby and in other contexts. I I don't know. I appreciated Fat Baby too because it sort of is sounding like that the brand is just like, we do drugs and whatever happens, happens. But it's really julio and benny and all those guys like i loved that show i i did the basement fat baby show a bunch of times right and it's one of my favorite things i've ever done because it's really it's it's less about like oh we party and we're crazy and more about like j- let's just have fun and be super loose i mean yeah. it, this goes back to the top of the conversation that like before you go on stage and it's like i want to i feel like rapping like at fat baby it was super free and that's what that's, true. that's what really was the defining characteristic yeah. is the defining characteristic of Fat Baby for me. So like Yeah, I think that's what it was. And you would yeah. be rewarded by the audience when you took a chance. Yeah. If totally. you just tried to go up there and like kind of do whatever normal quote unquote normal shit, like yeah. it, it wouldn't really work. Which right. is interesting. Yeah. It was it, unique it, in that way. It was a place to take comedic chances. We're gonna do a show this summer cool. there, by the way. Yeah. We're gonna do one, yeah. I'd love to uh yeah, you guys should be on it. I remember I, I'm close friends with I don't know if you ever met Jay and Aton. Jay Lequier and Aton Millstone. They have a, they're so. a rap duo. I mean they do other their sketches. You'd actually I'm gonna show you some stuff because you'd actually they're really funny. appreciate them. Cool, yeah. But I went with them. You booked them. I don't know how they how you guys connected. There's a Canada connection, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um but I, I went to watch them. I'd already been at Fat Baby, but I went to watch them do their filthy, amazing raps at your show and it I did appreciate that it was an environment where you can get weird and not well, do the typical too. thing. They would do so good. That's awesome. They're like pretend to be kids and then they do like really filthy raps. But like, dude, they're, they're really good though. Yeah. Like the, they're the, really the, good. The, the yeah. songs are funny and good and like they're good at rapping and it was, it was awesome. We always loved having them. Ultimately they, they're cause they're, I'm, they're like family to me. It's like that kindred spirit thing. Yeah. They're the ones that really, got that moving for me. Like even years ago, I was like jealous. Like I was like, I wish I could rap, but I just never thought I could. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll be dancing in the background of the video one day. Like that's fine. Right. Um, but when I finally started getting the balls to do it, I was always thinking about them on stage because right. they just fucking, they're wild. And they do, they come up. I mean, you know, they're not middle school students when they come up because they, you know, yeah. Jay's Which ball. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that's town had a beard and like Yeah, it's like, like yeah, uh. But they get up there and then they yeah, they say the filthiest shit. And I yeah, right so a lot of my a lot of my lyrics are pretty fucking right up there with them. That's and right. I think I love that they were they were the ones out of everyone who like were they were not surprised by me. And especially my lyrics. Like they loved it. They were like, Jesus, Kate. Like when I would say some of the things, but yeah. they were also like, Oh yeah, you're like best friends with us. Of course you're the grossest person ever. Right. <laughs> That's cool. I gotta check yeah. those guys out. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I'll show you. I feel like I have so much. I've been so excited to to podcast. I was hoping that it would work out this way because, yeah. like yeah. I said, I'm such a fan of both of your 
art. Thank you. And Thank yet you. I don't really get a lot of one-on-one time with you guys. Like I, right. And that's what's so funny too in comedy. I'm genuinely a fan of some people and people are almost weirded out by my genuine appreciation and love for their art. Like they're almost like, is she trying to like right. get something? And I'm like, no, you idiot. Like I used to be an yeah. art teacher and I'm a human. I don't think that one person's above the other. Like I'm genuinely well, it's not, it's good telling you like, I adore your shit, Thank you know? You. Cause like, people get weirded out. Like, like what, you know, like where's she yeah. going with this? And I'm like, just a compliment, right. yeah. just some sunshine, you right. know? No, I'm all about that. I think uh, the whole scene, the we whole world. Could, kid, right? Yeah, we did. Julia and I just talked about this. The scene. I mean, and again, I'm not like, I, I do most of my comedy behind closed doors. Uh, like, you know, I do mo- <laughs> like video comedy, so I don't really get um, out to the clubs and stuff or whatever. But I just feel like, you know, and inevitably it's no one's fault. It just is like, sometimes it becomes competitive because it, it, it career-wise it is yeah. competitive. Everybody wants to take the next step. And so you want to be, really funny and so people but that it's dangerous because you you don't want to confuse like you know the natural competitive nature of of the comedy industry with like not being able to appreciate each other as as artists too you know um and i don't know i mean i'm not speaking about anyone specifically it's just like i know i'm a huge fan of so many comics and i'm like happy to tell them that you know um but I don't know. Yeah, it. But it all. It all. The com- the competition makes sense because the industry sort of does that. And actually, go, you know, going back to what you said about like, um, feeling like people didn't receive your your desire to rap, uh, well or whatever. Or they're judging you and giving you shit. That all I think comes from like, like, well, that doesn't make sense for you. And like, you know, we we know what you do on stage, and this is sort of a departure for you. But d- it's if it's you, it's you, and right. you should just be free to fucking do it. And I don't know it's it's uh i don't know if i'm making sense but it's 100%. good to yeah like to not worry so much about create first and then worry about like the right. branding and the right. industry sh- shit second because totally. if you're too worried about that then you're not going to create you're never going to do anything organically anyway yeah you either either will do nothing or you'll create some weird shit that's not really truly from your yeah. voice you know totally so and you know, when it comes to comedy, some people who are comedians are like huge comedy buffs. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. not saying I don't love or appreciate comedy or comedians or the history of it, but I'm not a comedy buff. Right. right. So for me, what inspires me the most, even with comedy, are the artists that I taught about in my classroom, which would be like Frida Kahlo, right. um, Gustav Klimt. Vasily Kandinsky, you know Kandinsky. Right. Do you guys know? Yeah, there's a Klimt. There's a Klimt exhibit. Like literally I thought you were gonna say it. in your house, and I was like, I hate no, no, you. No, no, we're no. done. That's um. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, but I just went to it. Like the golden. Really? Uh, was the woman in the golden dress or whatever? That was up there. That was cool. I remember Kandinsky too. It's cool. Klimt. So I'm gonna get a little art teacher on yeah. us real quick because I think the cool thing about knowing art movements and the history behind it, the whole picture, it infuses you and what we're doing. And that's what I mean is like my biggest thing. So with Klimt, um, it's the start of the industrial revolution where mass production's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like the start of all this fucking pollution. Right. right. And some of the forward thinkers, a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Cheaper stuff. But yeah. the people who were in tune were like, Oh gosh, we are getting away from nature and what's organic. Right. So they created this art movement that really went to appreciating nature. Like that's when you had the Tiffany lamps, that were started where they looked like trees and plants and even the desks would have like these weird things that would come out that look like branches it's one of my favorite movements because i love i love like lord of the rings looking stuff so it was like i love that stuff um so that's the whole klimt who's one of the most famous art nouveau um artists but kandinsky what's so rad about kandinsky is at that time most people were doing very realist still life paintings so that's how you knew if you were good. How realistic can you right. get? And his stuff wasn't really like that at all. He came out, right? Only doing, he did non-objective art. He's the start. No um, defining objects in it is non-objective art. And he was just expressing right. like music was coming through him. And people cool. were like, this is shit. And like a three-year-old could do it. That's to look at because it's, I, I get frustrated by this sometimes in my own life where like I'll make something and the people that I, and there's certain people that I don't even want to show it to because yeah. I just know that they're not going to respect it because it doesn't have like mass, it's not like yes. seen on a mass scale. And I, I know, I kind of like get this feeling inside where I'm like, I know that once this is like really well received, they're going to act like they knew the whole time that this was great. Yeah. And it's frustrating. 
And right. you, I'm sitting next to the person here who's the guy who's going to end up being the king of that because <laughs> he makes such good shit. And Thanks, like, granted, man. you guys get a ton of views already and stuff, but like when James is like, people are already starting to like try to like get a taste of James. <laughs> And like a it's gonna get James. it's gonna get bad for you, bro. People are gonna start bothering the shit out of you. <laughs> a taste of James, taste I love James, it. Because they can the see, you know what I mean? Like James is a guy who has, you know, he's he's very well respected by everybody, and especially like a lot of comics don't really do what, yeah, like like stuff with videos and shit, and they'll make videos and stuff. But like James does it, has figured out a way to make like professional level videos that have substance and that are funny and that just everything is there real deal. And it's like a rare thing. You know what I mean? And the more that the more and more that anybody doesn't give James millions of dollars, the more he's going to figure out ways to make things that are worth millions of dollars. Well, first of all, thanks man. That's very nice of you to say. And obviously you're pretty much in everything I've ever done. So the the respect is clearly mutual. Um, this guy is. A I genius. love your guys's friendship. I really do. <laughs> it's very real. It's very. Yeah. Because uh, we, you know, we were both pursuing a, a, the same or a similar thing, obviously. But it's like a very. It started maybe because we we met and we both had gotten the thing. It wasn't like oh we were we were in in competition. We were like collaborators for an entire summer. I don't know. But even when we go out for like the same things like you know we audition for stuff together. It's like I'm always sincere from the bottom of my heart, like rooting for him. Yeah. He's the best right uh <laughs> this is such a love fest this is great well, i know dude, we didn't even tell we didn't even uh like, i'm such an art teacher still where i'm like this is just what friendships made up this is great <laughs> no <laughs> comedy podcast is like this I'm sure. this is the craziest thing part about this so we end up getting the same commercial agent because one of the guys who wrote the show we were on was like oh wow he can so we're yeah. the same commercial agent yeah the, i think this is maybe the first thing i booked for them i don't know about him but all of a sudden we end up in Prague together, not knowing we were on the job together. Yeah. And like tons of people auditioned for this. Yeah. Kate, talk about like parallel energy or like compatible. I mean, we like, yeah, we got the MTV thing, got the same agent and then just, yeah, randomly started doing the same things. Yeah. (laughs) Forever. So weird. A a huge, strange commercial gig in Prague where we got flown and it was just a few, there were like 12 Americans because it was a huge international thing. Yeah. But they shot it in like five different cities. Right. And we just happened to end up in the same city. It was crazy. That's see that that's what but that's the magic of the universe is energy like energy attracts like energy and you guys are made of the same fabric whatever that means you know and uh, I just love that you guys support each other so much and back to what you were even saying is is I agree that people always hop on later once right. it's gaining heat then yeah. they're like oh i always loved it i know it's but that's you know because i think about that i'm like i cannot wait till the people who are hating so much on the rapping when i actually do well are starting right. to be like i always knew you know right. but at that point you just go cool like at that point right you think you're gonna be like you didn't believe in me and you're just yeah. like i don't like because that was just their own insecurity and their lack of vision right. that kept them from seeing it in the first place because for me I don't ever care when someone's doing something like I'm just like, do your thing. Like it also could be an right. age thing. And you, being you a mom, re- she's not just saying that by the way, people who are listening, like people, <laughs> people say shit like that. They do. And they don't mean it, but she does. No, mean I, it. she actually means it. Yeah. She walks around the fucking New York comedy club, like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> being like hey it's really nice and refreshing i do that like great. no one's asking me to read in their soul and i'm like yeah, Ooh, yeah. Look she started you pulling got out in there cards yeah. and like yeah like this like real intent like people don't know what they're getting into they're like yeah sure and then she just like picks their life apart in like 12 seconds they're like That's oh great. my god jesus but in a loving in way a, no 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 i, I didn't want way. to make that sound bad yeah. no but like it, it's like deeper than they anticipate yeah yeah they're like oh yeah this could be fun and i'm like "Ooh, this mom wound's really holding right, you back right, right. right. yeah right. and they're like shit I'm gonna. I'm about to go on stage. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Um, it's awesome. But you know, and that's why I think about the artist, artists. Like, not not that comedians aren't artists, artists. But I think of the ones that like were visual artists and created a whole movement. Yeah. So like with Kandinsky, I think about him because he was met with people being like, "This is shit. Right. You just don't know how to draw. That's why you're doing it." And then some people. We're like, no, this is brilliant, yeah. and he's actually getting in touch with the emotional thing of what it means to be human and by you know skipping the objects part he's getting right into that flow and and then of course i'm sure people did that to him where 10 years later they're like i always was a fan i always knew when i saw him right yeah. he was gonna go places yeah. for sure 
It's also uh, well that I just watched the Frida movie the other day. I need to see it. I didn't see it. I didn't know much about her, so like, she I'm had sorry a rough life. Like, yeah. Well, anyway, she was married to that other famous, uh, the guy who made all those murals. What was his name again? Diego Rivera. Diego Rivera. So I always think it's interesting. That guy was famous while he was already an artist, which is an interesting, rare thing. I feel like it, and is it was back cool then. To kinda, yeah. And I don't know how how accurately they kind of show it, but that dude. It was interesting to see. He treated her like shit. Their relationship, and that's my that's my girl. Right. Well, I think <laughs> what they girl. show in this movie is how like he was kind of like a womanizer and stuff, yeah. quote unquote. But like they really did have this like nice bond as well. And I'm just not a fan of cheaters. I I've been cheated on recently, so that came oh, out okay. there. I was right. like, yeah, except. So right. that was like me coming in. Yeah. She deserved more because she's a real artist with a big heart who's right. been through a lot. Right. Diego. It was interesting. Yeah, I like. I had never. It's funny too because like I didn't know about. Him and I mean I'm not like an art buff I know like some shit, but His I didn't even know about him. stuff never spoke to me like hers does. Hers is right. raw, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always funny how that happens. There was that other movie too, Big Eyes, about mm-hmm. what's her name, and it was the same kind of deal. Did you ever see that movie? It was, no, it was pretty I, good. I no. saw. I forget her I name. I didn't know that story either, and I was like, that's amazing. And that like, dude was just fucked. And it's crazy how in those situations, it's like the real artist person is the one who isn't doing the whole fucking sales pitch. You know what I mean? Right. And then and eventually people digging deeper. It. Yeah. I feel yeah. like usually at least. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I hope I pray. Poor right. Van Gogh, though, you know, like his—he's now probably the most famous artist, and just died thinking he had failed. Right. And I mean, he shot himself in the stomach in so a field. Horrible. It's brutal. God, yeah. I feel for That's Van Gogh, man. Brutal. I hope yeah, it doesn't get brutal. to that for me. <laughs> yeah, James, please. James, get out, get out of here. Like pitching all these videos around. And <laughs> no, like, no, we're not you, interested. I need like, you to oh. put me in your videos. Man. <laughs> Find please a field. I'll stay alive so that you don't do that. I won't Thanks, do that man. so you don't do that. You guys it. already have a lot more fame than Van Gogh ever had. Yeah, he was right. he was like eating his own paints sometimes. That's yeah. He also had for real mental illness. Right. So, but yeah. we don't know like what started what, like eating the paints right. <laughs> or whatever. What came first? Yeah, but um But I think about that about his life while he was alive. Yeah. You know, he's he was doing this stuff that back then they were like, what is this shit? Right. Um and then now his stuff is just worth millions. Right. But I believe that, you know, even outside the body, he's a spirit and now he knows and he's just like, ha ha. Right. I hope so. <laughs> well, what's amazing too is that he obviously kept creating things. So that's, yeah. it's so, it's so easy to, I mean, I've had moments where I've been like, this isn't catching on and I need to live. So like, it would be cool if this, the art that I make can, equal me living and sustaining myself but if it doesn't like how do i continue to do it and then sort of also put my attention elsewhere into something that i can live off of you know i've just had those like thoughts and uh i don't know i think you just have to keep like it's interesting to bring him up like he was he nothing was happening for him while he was alive but he obviously kept creating because now he's got this you know body of work that is respected more than any, any anyone else's ever so it's like you just have to keep creating things i think and it goes back to the other thing we were saying like create first create because you're inclined to create and make the shit you want to make and if it doesn't catch on like who cares just make make yeah. it make it make it and you'll get better at doing shit yeah on the path and then by the time you make the thing that does catch or doesn't or whatever like you'll be so good at doing it right you know what i mean yeah no, it's, it's, like a, it's a process for sure yeah I started making videos like way back in the day and they were all, there are some that are just such garbage, you know, but you have to do it to get good and get better. So I have a joke I'm working on. Some of my jokes I work on are not even jokes at all at this point. Like sometimes I'm on stage and I go on, I'm like, Oh, I'm just a motivational speaker right Right. now. Like there was nothing (laughs) funny about that. I'm like, so you all sing your soul song. Okay. I'm Kate Wolf. And they're just like, what was that? (laughs) But, but I have, it's about Van Gogh where I'm like, the dude, you know, died and, and never was quote unquote famous. Right. And I'm like, would you guys, I say it to the audience almost. I'm like, would you guys follow your passion still if you knew that it was never going to get you the recognition you're looking for? Would you keep on with it? And it's like, once yeah. again, not really a joke, um, but it's a good question to think about. And I even like, I think on stage I talk about it as like if, if I were like a civil rights leader or mm-hmm. in that realm, yeah. like even if you knew you weren't going to get recognized, would you still be a part of that movement? And for me, the answer is of course, it's all about actually just being happy and following your joy as long as you can also eat food and be in, right. have a shelter. Right. But uh, at the same time, most of us also want 
the recognition and that's not a bad thing but yeah. celebrities such an interesting thing that we think we want and then um often when you have it suddenly you're like oh the truth of being a celebrity is i can't even walk outside or walk through a park like i used to right mm-hmm. um so it's interesting that that's what most of us want and yet i i think i think what we really want is just to feel actually validated and loved yeah and we think that if we have like a million followers that thing's going to fix within right. us and clearly it, it's that's a deeper thing yeah yeah I think so. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, and yet, follow and me on obvious. Twitter. No, <laughs> no but it's, it's an obvious thing too. But it still doesn't like. You're like, I know that once I make all this money, I think I'm going to make. If I ever do, like, it's right. not going to do. It's it's not going to like change necessarily because. And and the reason why, and I know that's an easy thing to say, but you just get used to it. The same way you get yep. used to the view that you have, then all of a sudden, someone who's not from there, oh, that's so beautiful. Like you just fucking get used to stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like you have to have some sort of like inner happiness going on from totally. something or you're fucked you're fucked yeah. yeah and you'll never be happy that's true you gotta do the shit you want to do yeah regardless of the, the recognition or how much money you're making or if you're making any money you and it, it really makes you ask yourself do i really love doing this too like you know i've had moments where i'm like is this worth continuing to do because the film you know like same. making videos specifically too there's a lot of things involved you have to get a shitload of people to agree to come and do this and never for a lot of money if any you know i try to always like he scrape puts up in some, and james puts in a lot of work into shit yeah yeah oh no i can I've tell seen the guy in yeah. action in the preparation process and in shooting and like it's fo- and like focus, I would say, is the key thing that impresses me the most about James is his ability to stay focused with shit because it really is. Oh, there's so many moving parts, yeah. and I've seen people try to hack together shoots, and it just doesn't work if you don't have every single little thing put together. And James is like a one man production team, like James and this guy Zach. Yeah, Zach they like do, they're That's amazing. DP director yeah. of photography, but yeah, I mean, you have to just. You have yeah, and if I if if what was motivating me to make these videos was like I'm gonna make some money or I'm gonna be famous, I would have stopped a long time ago. I really, for yeah. whatever, re- I just love making them as hard as they are, and that's why I continue to make them, and that's why there's a ton of them out now. Because you know you can't do it for recognition. No, I and yet coincidence yeah, is starting to blow yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. three million and counting. Three million views. That's pretty insane. Yeah, it's cool, and it's we- yeah, it's it's cool. But I even that people are like three million. So how do you feel? I'm like no different, really. It's the same. I was happy to make it when yeah. it had, and and it's you know I hope this doesn't sound like bullshit. It's it's I really I don't feel any like it's not because your life doesn't actually change, and that's probably the case. I mean, it's it's not. Three million views on Facebook is not like a. <laughs> I think that's huge. Are you kidding? No, it's it's a it's very cool. It's not like the bit, yeah. But it's not three million dollars. It's three million views. Yeah. So you just you're still living the same life. It's not like anything changed. It's just cool and people liking the stuff you put out and so many people. It's just very very cool. But at the end of the day, like it's it's nothing actually changes, which is what we're talking about too with like yeah. celebrity and stuff. You're still you. Your life doesn't actually change. Things become easier or whatever. But it's you know. So it's it's cool. I I'm happy people are like into it. It's it's totally. awesome. Dude, I remember the moment when James one day he was like, "Hey man," it's like a very James comment. He's <laughs> like, "You know, I just decided one day that like I had all these ideas and I'm just gonna make them all." Yeah, I yeah, love why it. Why not? I was yeah. Like, all right, cool. I was like, uh, yeah, if you want, if you need anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I'm obviously I'm I'm still I'm pursuing comedy. I I guess right. Like I have a manager and agents and stuff, and I go out on auditions and I pitch. I TV show ideas and stuff like that. But for everything that I pitch that gets like unanimous nose, which is usually the case, that's just the reality I think of the business. Idiots. I just then find a, find a way to, to, to yeah, right? It is. I mean, it's it, less and less. It is, right. Nothing's really ever going to be the golden ticket. No. Yeah. You know what I mean, there's never going to be that one. Like there could, maybe, but it's never going to be like a quick thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't wait, at, at least for me, I don't think my yes is going to come from the external. Like, I don't think it's going right. to come from industry necessarily being into it. I think, you know, I keep creating my own yeah. stuff. Like with the dance parties, drag and sorcery, my healing events. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be undeniable. Like, right. it's not going to be on someone else to say yes or no. Like, like, that's good yeah i'm doing it myself yeah but i also once again i'm so freaking spiritual like i also almost know the compass how to get there and it's so you have to go within yeah so i'm like i don't care what anyone else is saying on in the external i know the map to freedom like right 
you know, and I try to tell other people, like, I'm not even hoarding it. I'm like, oh, you want everything you've always wanted? Like, I can tell you how right. to do that. Right. It sucks. It's hard. There's a lot of crying and fetal position <laughs> moments and a lot of ugly parts you need to see in yourself. But, yeah. like, let's go. Can be right. done. Yeah. Can be done. Strap yeah. in. I also love that you're, like, going outside of comedy, too, because I think that's the other thing. It's like, oh, comedy is the thing that I have the best shot at succeeding at. So then you just focus on that. But if you're a multifaceted artist which you guys both are you still want to like inevitably you're gonna have to respond to that other those other parts of you and yeah. do those things like julio is a great musician and he that manifests into a completely different yep. character a little young big and he makes this like really legitimately great hip-hop music and that's like that is not necessarily gonna do anything for his comedy career but so what like don't be entirely career motivated because if those things are speaking to you you have to fucking yeah, do them, you I know. Agree. And I have that inner dialogue all the time. I'm like, God damn it! I was like, if I just did one thing, like I could do so much better. If I just did one thing, da da da. I'm like, I why am I even though. doing this? I disagree. I anyway. know, but it's yeah. just right. it's the conversation <laughs> yeah. that I have. Totally, yeah. Yeah. totally. Like on the on the days where I'm like annoyed that something sounds shitty or whatever, you know, right. whatever yeah. issue there is, it's easy to just be like, have that moment where you're like, all right, the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah, you know what I mean. But then yeah. always, it always like the. The positive side of that has so far always triumphed over any yeah. like negativity. Totally. Guys, we got to wrap it up. Oh, this was man. great. This I was know. Great. This is one last dorky thing. Yeah. I was watching Coincidence one time. I think I, w- I got high by myself and I yeah. I put it on and I like like I was seeing it from such a high perspective. I'm like, we are all doing this coincidence. Like That's we are all amazing. That dude. was not the artist's intention. I know. I love when I can your videos you get interpreted like that. Dude, people have come up to me. They'd be like, dude, I, I got it. And I'm like, what did you what get? Did you They're get, like, dude? trust me, I got it. And I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. But I'm so feeling, psyched that you got it. I had in a that feeling way. I was like, I'm sure he didn't think about it. This Because like for no. me, I'm like, okay, we're all, we all have unique vibrations. Yeah. We do. Right. We all have a unique soul song. And then that's why we can resonate with people. It's like, oh, our songs are kind of at right, that right, similar right. vibration yeah. yeah so it's the story of two people who don't even know each other yet right right and you and matt are also kindred spirits yeah so we are kiki and choo choo yes. for sure i love so i just guy. love it's like these yeah. it's like the story of how of synchronicity how yeah. people come together and here you guys are doing this dance on your own and then suddenly it's like you can really dance you know it's like oh wait like i get you and it's like no i get you and i was like that's yeah. how we make connections yeah. like i was seeing into it and i was like <laughs> they don't even know they no. tapped in hey that's a valid uh, interpretation of it i like that that's great it was beautiful that's i was awesome. like I, I was for real touch and i was like it's a coincidence that's all awesome. of this i love that um, so, well, first of all, before I let you guys say where they can find you and then I'll go into more about my events, but definitely break freeze the huge hip hop dance party at Skamansky in Brooklyn tickets on Eventbrite. Um, Julio will be there as Julio dancing, but then he will be performing as Lil Young Big in the yes. middle of it. I think it's going to be around 830 is when you will be. I'm going to probably wrap at the very end. Cool. I'm going to ha- I'm going to get my woman balls. Do it. Cool. It's going to be the first time doing it publicly with music. Yeah. So, but I do it awesome. at home. Right, so, and for me, it'll be, be the first time I ever have performed any stuff off of the album, Fuck and yes. I have new tracks that'll hopefully be out by then too. So That's awesome. I'm yeah, very excited. We'll see. Me too. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'll be there as a spectator. It'll be fun, and, and we can talk as it gets closer, like how we want to. Distri- you know what I mean? Because it's it's my event, and it's three hours. It's mostly dancing, but we can talk about. Yeah. You know, if you want to do another one at the end or whatever. So cool. I'm very awesome. open with it. Um, cool. So where can they find you? Um, well, my, I mean, my social media is not Julio, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and for Lil Young Big, it's Lil Young Big. Uh, if you want to check it out, the album is called LYB. It's on Spotify and iTunes and all that. Um, so, yeah. James? Uh, I guess Handsome Dancer is the, the biggest thing I can plug. That's Matt Pavich and I. That's our sort of comedy thing. Also, Julio and isn't it's like everyone's sort of comedy effort. Uh, but we have a Facebook page because now apparently YouTube is dead. So we've switched over to Facebook. Isn't that crazy? It is nuts. Um, so at Handsome Dancer on Facebook for videos and i feel bad matt's not here you know what i mean yeah. like when i thought of it it didn't even you know what i mean i was like he's in yeah. la anyway okay yeah, he's, okay he's doing his thing i need to have him back on soon um yeah. okay so for me i already said break free definitely come to that i am so freaking excited for it i have my alpha planned it's gonna be fucking wild <laughs> um yeah i think this one is gonna be sexy alien like that's the vibe that's cool i think yeah, yeah. it was gonna be the first one and it was just too much for the first one yeah. um going deep my healing event is now at shakti bar 
in Brooklyn. It's a mixture of tarot card stuff, meditation, and art exercise. I'm just getting more and more weird with it. It's great. But it's to get people to their truest self and kind of loosen them up and get the weirdness going. So that's June 2nd at 7.45 p.m. Tickets on Eventbrite. Dragon Sorcery is at New York Comedy Club. Promo code Dragon. I go deep into comedians' souls on stage. (laughs) It's a really, it's actually really weird doing it because I I had unicorn tits that I was doing with Rosebud and now I'm just doing Dragon Sorcery on my own. And um, there are moments where it's like not funny at all. (laughs) And, And it's fine. It still works. But I get very... It's very like um like I start having a panic attack on stage a little right. bit where I'm like no one's laughing like someone's right. about to cry like am I failing but I'm not like they genuinely loved it's more interesting it interesting that way yeah but it's like I have to adjust like it's flow it's like not everything has to be a laugh right but when you're at a comedy club you think like I knew Amy was in the room and I was like oh my god does she think I'm just like bombing this right now it's it's a lot so right. it's a great show but you will see me a little bit like tweaking yeah. out I like. Need to check that out. Yeah, it's an interesting. I'll get you. I'll get you on soon. And maybe I don't know if you'd want to do it too in the future. I'm I'm down. I'll explain what it is. Yeah, because yeah. it's not necessarily stand up stand up, which I like about it too. I have yeah. the comedians come up and tell like a nine minute situation, funny story they're in. That's great. And some comics don't do well. Like some comics try so hard to fit their material into that story, yeah. right. which is fine. But I'm like, fuck your material. Go up there and just fucking. Remember how funny you are. Like, remember yeah. why you did right. this. Right. You know? Yeah. I'd love to do that. Yeah. 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 So we'll I talk about that. Tattoo that on the inside of my eyelids. What, what did I say? <laughs> remember why you started doing this. Remember yeah. why funny. you started this. You're funny. It's true, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave a little voicemail you can play over. <laughs> Creepy one. Um, anyway, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at the Kate Wolf. If you want a tarot card reading, prices just went up it's a hundred dollars and it's kwolf27 at gmail.com and um i'm trying to think if there's anything now oh i have a new website that i did myself oh cool the katewolf.com squarespace squarespace that's the other one it was fun i tried i still they make it super easy to do it yourself and i still i just not my thing that's not really yeah i had like i got to the point where i had to do it right you know so i was like all right i know this is crunching your brain but like do it yeah and now i'm all proud so there we go all right oh and check out shane's podcast talking nonsense it's adorable all right guys thanks for listening and you guys thanks for coming on you bye Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.